0: In the Bible, several times you will see the word froward, F-R-O-W-A-R-D. That means stubbornly unruly. It's often used in Psalms and Proverbs. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. There are many perverse lips in the churches. There are many churches that teach doctrines opposite from doctrines of the Bible. They teach portions of Scripture opposite in the way that they are presented in the Bible. For example, in Matthew five thirty-two, Jesus says, Whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. If the man marries a divorced woman, he commits adultery. I've never heard that at any church that I have attended. I've been born again since 1975. I've attended several churches since 1975, but I have never heard anyone teach that the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And yet that's what Jesus said in Matthew five thirty-two. So you are going to come across many people who attend church, but they have a doctrine other than the doctrine presented in the Bible because their church presents an opposite doctrine. What do you do about these people? I can tell you what I do. There was a Catholic woman who used to love to come to my house and visit with me, and she loved to go to dinner with me, things like that. She also loved the wisdom of this world. So she would come into my house and begin telling me some kind of story about something that was supposed to be real, something they had said in some newscast she had heard and I would say to her after she finished talking this is what I would say to her what you have just said is not in the Bible I want to build my house on the Word of God on the Bible many times I have said that to her she would sometimes go away and stay away from me a week or two. But then she would be back. And once again, she would tell me some kind of worldly story which was not in the Bible. And she told it as if it were truth, as if it were gospel. And I knew it wasn't. So I would say again, I want to build my life on the Bible. And what you've just said is not in the Bible. After many encounters with my doing that each time, We became farther and farther apart. Finally, I moved from Texas and wasn't even in the place where she lived, but she would still call me on the telephone and talk to me. But I would always tell her when something wasn't in the Bible. And eventually, we were divided because of that. So you can put away that stubborn mind if you will just speak the truth from God when the opportunity comes. If the subject comes up about homosexuals, for example, speak Romans chapter 1, verse 26, 27, 28. That will either save the person that's at your house, or if they disagree with the Bible, they will stay away from you. So this is... What I found to be the easiest way to deal with this subject of a froward mouth and perverse lips. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Proverbs 4. They will stay away from you when you speak the truth from the Bible. Concerning Homosexuals and Lesbians. Romans chapter 1. Start at verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet, And even as they did not like to retain God, the truth of God, in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. If you speak that, they have an opportunity to repent They have an opportunity to be saved. Or, if they depart from you, let them depart. Put away from you perverse lips, a perverse mouth. Speak the truth of God. And if they don't want to hear the truth, they will stay away from you. But later that word might return to their minds. And they might even be saved. If you try to avoid speaking the word because you're afraid it will offend them, they will cling to you. As long as you approve them and support them, the sinners will cling to you. If they're committing adultery, they will cling to you. As long as you approve their adultery. One time I went to a museum dinner at Texas Tech University when I lived in Lubbock, Texas. I was seated next to a man who was wearing the biggest cross around his neck that I have ever seen. It was a wooden cross, and I, I'm sure it had to be six inches long. At the table, where there were probably about eight people seated at this table, He identified himself as the former pastor of Indiana Street Baptist Church. He went on to say, oh, we have such a problem at the church. Well, everybody at the table looked up at him wanting to hear what the problem was. He said, we have built onto our church building three or four times, and we still can't seat all the people who are trying to come to church. He went on and talked for a few minutes about so many people wanted to come to their church and they couldn't seat the people. I spoke up and said, if you would teach what Jesus says in Matthew five, thirty-two, that the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, about half of those people would get up and leave you and you would no longer have the problem of seating the people who came to your church. His mouth fell open. I just got up from the table and fled. We had not even had our dinner. I wasn't going to sit there with a man like this. Put perverse lips far from you. Don't do it. Don't stay with them. Don't join in with people like this. Don't be a part of their deception. For you know someone like this is omitting scripture. When you see big crowds coming to church, they're approving sin. Otherwise, those people committing sins would not come there. So you know what's happening. Once again, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 2. Put away from thee a froward mouth, stubbornly, unruly mouth that's contrary to the doctrine of Christ in the New Testament Bible. And perverse lips put far from thee. We cannot afford to take their evil words into our own heart. For if we do, we will find evil coming out from our own mouth at some point in time." Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, "For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh." There was a man who's an exterminator who came to do some work at our house. We'd had trouble with mice. He identified himself as being a Christian. And then in a few minutes, he said, you can always pray that the mice will move to the house of someone in your neighbor whom whom you hate. I was shocked. I said, I don't have any neighbors that I hate. And then he tried to say, oh, I'm just kidding. No, no, he wasn't, because... I know what Jesus says about this. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. This was in his heart. He thought it was clever, and he had taken it into his heart. You have to be especially careful about clever, worldly sayings. For you take them into your heart, and they will rise up at some point out of your mouth, and you'll be shocked that you were the one who said that. So guard your heart with all diligence. How? When you hear something on the television that's clever but not true according to the Bible. Take the Bible and reread the Bible, uprooting the saying that is so clever. I always uproot these climate change statements because I see in the Bible what God said to Noah about this subject. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. After God destroyed the earth by water, by the flood, he said to Noah, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night, shall not cease. Genesis 8, 22. At the end of the world, God will bring his tribulations. At one point, one of the tribulations is great heat. No man can stop this by what they do. No matter what they do, this is going to happen. And I know this because I see it in the Bible. But these people are so clever in their sayings and so much love their own wisdom of explaining how to take care of something. You have to be so careful about this thing, about explaining the reason for something. Because the people of this world love to be wise in their own eyes and they explain why this happened and how you can stop this from happening when it's just their own idea. And people fret over these things and run around and worry about these things. When the Bible tells us things that are going to happen, and why would you worry about something that is ordained by God? He is in charge. So you can uproot the sayings of this world by taking scripture from the Bible and saying, this is what I believe. To yourself, talk to yourself. This is what the Bible says. I believe this. Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Be not conformed to this world, to the sayings of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you can guard your heart and keep this stuff from going into your heart that these clever sayings of worldly people say. You can do that and should do that as a Christian. Well, this man wasn't just kidding. This was a saying he had heard or formed, and he thought it was so clever, and he took it into his heart, and then he came to my house telling me he is a Christian, and then telling me, just pray that God will send the mice to the house of some neighbor whom you hate. And I said, I don't have any neighbors that I hate. And he tried to deny the word he had spoken. He was a completely deceived man who had even tried to go out and do ministry work in the summers. And yet he himself was a deceived man. And I told him this. So if we encounter a stubbornly unruly person, speak the truth as it is called to your heart. And mind by the Holy Spirit, He will stay away from us. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? There is no way. I can commune with a man like this who says he's a Christian and yet does these things and says these things. Don't be unequally yoked with them. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. And what concord, verse 15, hath Christ with the devil? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean. And I will receive you, and will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Light and darkness cannot have fellowship. The only way you can be around people who say they are Christians, when they do things like this man did, or when they speak things that you know are opposite from the Bible the only way you can be around that person is you have to become darkness like they are darkness for God is light and there is no darkness in him the truth is in Jesus the word the truth is in the New Testament Bible read that and cling to the truth and put away from you these false doctrines that are taught in the church groups. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.